Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. J.R. Spear. J.R. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to the Daily Creed Podcast Show. And today, I have Victoria Kennedy, who is known as the culture leader by the Rolling Stone magazine. She is a TEDx speaker and well-respected authority in public relations. She is the CEO of Victorious PR, an award-winning full-service PR agency that helps impactful leaders and businesses be seen and heard to have a greater influence on the world. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Creek Podcast Show. Woo-hoo. Happy to be here. Yeah, well, <laughs> something that I always like to ask people when they jump on the show is, how did what led you to be to do what you're doing today? Tell us a little backstory of you and then let's jump in on what you're currently doing and see what we can do to help serve our audience. Absolutely. So as you said, I'm the CEO of Victorious PR. So we get our clients in the top publications. You know, we have them blow up on podcasts, really make them seen as the number one industry leader in their niches. My background is actually, I'm an opera singer. Surprisingly enough, I'm a professional opera singer. And you may not think the two go hand in hand, but let me convince you otherwise. So there I was singing in castles and cathedrals, had a number one hit single in Europe, living my best life. And then all of a sudden, the government decides to not renew my visa. I get kicked out of Europe and have to come back to America with like 500 bucks in my bank account, right? It's not like opera singers get paid a lot of money. And so I'm thinking, what the heck am I going to do with myself? Like, it's not like opera singing jobs are growing on trees over here, you know? And so I had one of the moments that I think a lot of people experienced during the pandemic of now what, right? Now what? What do I do? Well, I just had mine a year earlier, right? My now what sort of moment. So I decided, you know, I was going to go all in on whatever it was that God was going to present to me. And it happened to be uh, real estate marketing, if you can believe that. I don't know anything about real estates, but I do know what performers do when they can no longer perform anymore. Do you know what they do? What? They become real estate agents. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I, I, they, I didn't know that was a big thing. Uh, it's a joke, but also, you know, performers really have that great quality of speaking to people, being outgoing. So it's just a great fit for real estate. So a lot of my old friends who were performers who were now real estate agents, I was like, hey, can I run some ads for you? I need to get some, you know, some chops. So I started running ads and built a six-figure business in nine months. I thought I was doing amazing, thought I was doing cool stuff. And then the pandemic came and shut me down real quick. Um, as it did a lot of people, but I realized that I wasn't going to take, you know, take this line down or take no for an answer. So I decided to do what I did when I was an opera singer, which was make connections to editors, journalists, get myself in the papers, get myself on stages. Within 60 days, I was asked to be a contributor to the number one real estate publication in the world. I was asked to speak on virtual stage and I was blowing up even during the pandemic. Well, all of my marketer friends took notice and they said, Victoria, how are you blowing up in your niche? And can you help me blow up in mine? And I thought, what are you talking about? This is easy. This is old hat. And I realized that it's not easy. It's not, it's a superpower that I didn't know I had. And it was through adversity that I came to realize I'm really good at storytelling. I'm really good about shining the light on people so they can shine. So went all in on PR and in three months, we reached six figures. And in our first year, we made our first million. 
So it's been a wild, exciting ride. And um, it's, it's so empowering because I have to tell you the first year that we did our business, it was all PR efforts. It was all word of mouth. We didn't run any paid ads our first year business. So when you talk about does PR work, would PR work for me? I mean, I'm a living, breathing example that I have used. I've walked the walk. I talk the, the talk, right? I've used my own services, my own PR to build my company to a million in its first year. So yeah, this stuff really works. I love that. And there's a, I wrote down a bunch of different questions, but the first one that I want to ask is because you mentioned real estate marketing. Can you explain what real estate marketing is and why that's important? Yeah. So real estate marketing is basically what I was doing. It was lead generation. So I was getting leads for agents so they could help, you know, get buyers and sellers. I was also doing some recruitment ads. And that's super important because if you're a real estate agent, you know, you're only as good as your pipeline. So now I actually still service real estate agents. And it's one of my strongest niches because just as important as leads is becoming that number one go-to real estate agent in your area, becoming the number one known agent in your area. There's nothing more powerful than that. Everybody knows an agent who's like, oh yeah, Tommy, dang it, Tommy, I see his ads every, Tommy's everywhere. I want to be Tommy, right? We all know that go-to guy who's just everywhere. Why is he everywhere? Because he understands the power of PR. He understands the power of, of controlling the narrative of how he wants everyone in the town to be associated with he's the go-to guy. That's what I do for my agents, right? Now I am really positioning them as the most known uh, agent in their area. Okay. Are you mainly working with only realtors or do you work with other niches? Oh, no, we work with realtors, brokers, mortgage, solar, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs probably are most biggest niches like personal branding. Because here's the thing is when you start a business, right? A lot of entrepreneurs there, they want to start a million businesses, right? This is just the first of many they want to start. Mm -hmm. But it's important that you brand yourself as the expert. So that if you want to start a new business tomorrow, you're not starting from scratch every time. You have that credibility that goes with you forever. You know, I always tell my clients, you only have to be on Forbes once to use that for the rest of your life. No matter what business you do, no matter what new ventures, all this press that you're getting, you're building your personal brand and that expertise and credibility will go with you. So someone that doesn't have any authority or branding and they're just kind of starting out as an entrepreneur, you use a very key word, positioning themselves. So for when it comes to positioning and if someone's listening to this and they're like, how in the heck do I position myself? I'm brand new entrepreneur. I have no clue what to do. Or I'm an opera singer that's going into getting becoming a real estate. <laughs> what is the first thing that you recommend that they should start doing other than contact you? Yeah. No, no, absolutely. But you know, not everybody's ready for a PR company. And I understand yeah. that. So there's honestly, it comes down to mindset. You only think you're not ready is because you don't have the internal self-confidence. And I'm here to give it to you and tell you that you are ready. You know, you may be telling me, Victoria, I've only been running ads for realtors for three months. Hey, you have three months more of expertise knowledge than most realtors. They have no idea about marketing. They have no idea about the service. And you do. You are an expert. You need to own it. And what does owning it look like? Physically, it looks like why isn't your cover photo telling everybody what you do, mm -hmm. right? That's step number one. If you want great advice, I don't care what it is you do or what your niche is. If I land on your page, I need to know what you do within three seconds or you've lost me as a potential client, mm. right? So step one, tell people what you do, put it as the cover photo, put it in your bio, you know, let people know I am the expert and I'm here to help you with what it is that I can help you with. That's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of what I do with our clients is I, I first go to their social media page and be like, okay, if I go there and I can't even tell what you do, 
you know, you've already lost a, a big opportunities. Now, why are podcasting so important for entrepreneurs? And uh, you know, what's your recommendation? Does everyone should be on podcasts, have their own podcast show, get on other people's podcast? What's your take on different podcasts? Oh, yeah. Podcasts are huge. So anybody who's listening to this, if you have not jumped on the podcast train, you are missing out. It is huge. I include podcasts in every single one of my campaigns for my clients because that is what everybody is listening to. You know, more obviously publications are a huge part as far as SEO and as far as like real dominance, but as far as what people are actually consuming on a daily basis, that's podcasts. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to make that as part of your schedule, as part of your campaign, as part of your livelihood to become an industry leader, because that's what people are listening to. And what's really great about it is you are getting to borrow the credibility of the podcast host. You're getting to share their audience. So now you're talking in front of their audience as a trusted friend of a host that they already know, like, and respect. So immediately you get that credibility and authority. And being on a podcast means that you can use that digital asset for all of your socials, for all of your marketing. Then, you know, I have podcasts that I have used 10 different ways. I will take one minute snippets and I'll use that for my Instagram reels, right? Or I'll use that in a marketing material or use that on my Facebook story or whatever it is. You know, these are digital assets you can use for life. You need to put them in there, in your marketing campaigns, be on as many as you possibly can, share audiences. And I would recommend that more than starting your own because JR will tell you it is a full-time job having your own podcast. If you want to do it, you want to do it the right way. So I would start off just getting on as many as you possibly can. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of uh, clients that I have when it's like uh, approaching them and talking to them about being on a podcast and stuff like that, there's always that fear of what should I say? Like, they, like, do you have any recommendations for those different types of people of their messaging? What should they say or anything like that? And they jump on. It's like, what do I do? What am I going to talk about? All those different Absolutely. things. That's so important. So whenever I book my client on a podcast, I always give them two things. One, a podcast preparation guide. This is what you need to know. This is how you should behave. This is what you should have prepared before you get on the show. And then I'll also give them a radio one page, which is this is a little blurb about the podcast so they can do their due diligence. And these are your three speaking points. Now, if you don't have your own publicist, you should write this out for yourself. Usually it's very easy for me and my team because we're pitching podcast hosts. So we pitch them with three ideas anyway. We're pitching already the speaking points, which the podcast host approves, right? So if you do the same thing and you pitch, I want to talk about this, talk about that. Come in with a game plan because if you don't come in with a game plan, you are squandering this amazing opportunity for you to get an ROI out of the experience and to really showcase yourself in the best light. That's awesome. So when it comes to like different PR things, we, we talked about ads, we talked about podcasting. What are other different things that you recommend that people should look into? Or is there an order of do this first and then do this second and third or whatever it may be? And what, what are those different PR opportunities that you recommend people to explore? Yeah, that is a great question. So a lot of people are kind of shooting in the dark here when it comes to PR. They're like, well, I've done a podcast. Maybe I've done a press release. And I think I was on my best friend's article. She quoted me once, right? That's you. Usually people's idea of PR and that really doesn't do anything for you. That's like going to the gym sporadically. You're never going to have a great body. If you're just sporadic with going to the gym, it's the same with PR. You can't just randomly be on a podcast and think you're doing your PR justice. Think you're doing your credibility justice. You're not. You really have to come in with a game plan. That's why in my company, we created the victorious publicity framework. So we take somebody who's a complete unknown. We build them to number one industry leader slowly 
because it's not just about where you've been published, but it's about the story that you're telling your audience. You know, it's the journey that they're going on with you. For us, the first thing we always do is start with the press release, get the word out there, blast it to over 100 publications, use that press to then start getting our clients on podcasts. Once they've been on a couple of podcasts, they've gotten their feet wet, we get their profile pieces out there. At that point, we write thought leadership pieces. So now they're seen as industry leaders, real thought leaders providing real value to their audience in the press. At that point, we present a very strong case to top tier publications and say, hey, LA Weekly, New York Weekly, look at what my what my client has done. They're blowing up right now, right? They've been on this podcast. They've been on this publication. They've been on that publication. You need to publish them. These top tier publications agree to publish you. That is how you become the number one in your industry. Boom. Yeah, that's a, that. I love that. Now, what's what do you think the time frame is on establishing that authority and that position yourself as the authority? Yeah. So PR takes time. You have to do it the right way. You're telling a story. Imagine if all movies were just in 15 minutes. That would be completely boring, right? Yeah. You always want to do PR and tell the story and bring them on on your journey. It's a never-ending thing. You know, that would just be like Coca-Cola being, you know what? We made a billion dollars this year. We're not going to do branding anymore. No, they don't do that. And they understand that branding is ongoing. The reason why, if I say, think of a, a soft drink, the first thing you think of is Coca-Cola is because they never stop being the number one in their industry. And that's the thing about PR. You want someone who's going to be in your corner. Anytime you have something new to announce, new to say, they're going to be your mouthpiece saying it to the press because that's how you stay number one. It's not enough to be number one once. You have to continuously do things to hold that title or it will be taken away from you. So what what are the matrix that shows you as being the number one? Like what I mean, a lot of people is like, hey, I'm the number one top influencer in this space from a PR standpoint. Like what I'm sure you have a lot of matrix and be like, hey, you got number one on this. Is there like a voting thing? Is there something that people track or what, what, what do you look at? So PR is what people say about you when you're not in the room, mm. being able to control that narrative. I bet you if we go to, let's say you and I go, and I know this because I was just there, go to Funnel Hacking Life and you take a survey and you ask five random people, who's the best in PR? I bet you more than half of them are going to say, I've heard great things about Victoria Kennedy. I've heard some great things about Victoria's PR. I never used her, but a lot of people talk about her. Mm -hmm. That, my friend, is being the number one authority in your industry. By not having to say a gosh darn word, by not having to have them see your ad, by not having to have them know anything about you other than I know she's the best. How do they know that? They don't even know how they know that. But I know how they know that because I control the narrative. That is the power of PR. That's pretty powerful. Now you make me questions like, what are people saying about me? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. You can't answer that question. You need PR. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's why we're that's why we're going to jump on a call. Um, so, so what are some some tips that because a lot of our audience are entrepreneurs that I try to attract and to, to listen to our podcasts. Uh, what are some tips that you can give them? Probably one to three different tips that if someone is just starting out or they're exploring, be like, oh man, I need to do some PR. I mean, you definitely inspired me. Like, wow, I need to do a lot more than what, I, what I'm doing. Uh, but what what are some recommendations of where to get started? You gave some great tips and step-by-steps on doing a press release and the podcast and then your profile pieces and getting on top publications. But what if they're not in a place to invest in hiring an agency and they need to do it on their own? Absolutely. So I'm going to give you guys some really great tips that you can get started on today, right now. 
First thing I want to do is reiterate what I talked about before, and that is a profile funnel. So again, when somebody comes to your Facebook, your Instagram, you have three seconds to impress them, three. So first thing you can do right now is make it a beautiful cover photo in Canva for free and say, I help so-and-so do so-and-so by so-and-so, right? That's what you do. That's your mission statement. It's called refined marketing statement. You do that. So that when somebody comes to your page, they know exactly what it is you do. Step, step one. Step two, I want you to do a mission post, you know, with those colorful backgrounds on Facebook. And I want you to say who here has a, has a podcast or knows somebody who has a podcast that needs a, a featured real estate expert on, or, you know, marketing expert on whatever it is that you do, right? I guarantee you, you're, there's at least five people on your friends list right now who either have a podcast or know somebody who has one, right? That's the first one you can get to be on podcast. Next thing you're going to do, step three, exact same thing here. Who here I know, who here do I know writes for a publication or no writes, knows anything about the real estate market that I can provide expertise on or whatever field that it is you're doing. So they write about, so they write about something like a publication. Yeah. So everybody knows somebody who either writes for a blog or contributes to some publication and they're always looking for content. They're always looking for experts. You can be the expert, super easy to do. And the thing about great press is is press begets more press, right? You're going to get on one podcast. That host is going to open the door to get you on another one, to another one, to another one, to another one. But you won't get anywhere, guys, if you don't start. So please don't just listen to this podcast and think that was great and then turn off your phone, right? Actually take action. If you have your laptop open right now, go to Canva, right? Make a mission post. I want to see you guys succeed. That is my whole mission in life is to shine the spotlight on people who deserve it. Yeah. I want you to break this myth because I know it's probably not true, but I want to get your, uh, your intake on it. Do people still read hard copy publications? Absolutely. They do, but they don't read hard copy as much as you think they read digital publications. So for example, um, I don't know how it is on your newsfeed, but on my newsfeed, I get a lot of Forbes articles and entrepreneur articles. Obviously I'm impressed. So I get these, but it's great. I look at it and I'm like, Ooh, that looks interesting. I click on it. I read it. And then I'm done. Sometimes I go to the author and I click on it if I want to learn more, but people are doing that now more than ever, because before you'd have to go to the store, buy the magazine, blah, 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 blah. Now it's like, Ooh, let me click on it. Let me read it real quick. So yeah, more than ever before people are still reading these publications and the fact that your name is associated with that publication, you're going to get all the years of expertise and credibility associated with that publication. And it's going to live online forever. You'll yeah. always have it. That's powerful. Do you have any last uh, comments that you like to say? I'd like to say it is, I feel it is my moral obligation, moral obligation to shine the spotlight on unpractical leaders, you know? And if that is you, please don't let your light die within you. Please get the word out there. It is not being braggy. It is not, oh, I'm afraid what my family's going to say, or my friends are going to laugh at me because I'm promoting and I'm talking about myself on a podcast or an article. No, people want to hear your story. Whoever you are, if you're an entrepreneur, I know you've had struggles. I know you've overcome stuff and please don't hide that. Let people know your story so they can be inspired too. And we can have a world full of entrepreneurs who are helping to save the world. Love it. So uh, before we get into like how people can reach you, one question that I always ask every guest that comes on my show is what is the creed? So what is the one thing that you're most committed to? They're going to be resilient and push through and show up every single day 
having the mission, the physical and mental capacity to complete your mission. Discipline, sorry. I help impactful leaders be seen and heard so they can have a greater influence on the world. That is my why. That is my mission. That is what I'm willing to fight for. I'm willing to fight for the right to shine the spotlight on you. If you're listening to this and you have an inspirational story and you can help others, it's my mission to make you shine. So please, if this is you, and if you're not ready for me, that's fine. Shine the spotlight on yourself. But whenever you're ready, please, moral obligation, share your story with the world, help others to help themselves. Yeah. I, I like how you say, you know, share your story. So I don't, I don't know how much of my story that I share with you, but I want to, I want to kind of hit on that a little bit about how powerful it is, is uh, you know, without going into all the full details, but on February 7, 2007, I was blown up by a suicide bomber in, in Iraq. And it took me probably more than 10, maybe 12 years before I started sharing that story because I just felt, first off, I didn't feel like people even cared, but there wasn't, there was a point when I, when I first came back, I was all motivated and gung ho. And I used to share a bunch of war stories in Iraq and didn't realize that the company that was around me and and civilians that don't understand war started judging me on a lot of different things. So I was like, oh man, I can't really share this because they just couldn't take it. They'd be weeping and crying. It's like, man, I can't believe that you went through this. Or they get in a discussion of why they agree or disagree with the war. It's like, I don't want to get in politics and talking about this. And uh, so I stopped sharing. I, I just never talked about it in more than 10 to 12 plus years. And it's a huge part of who I am. And then I had a friend of mine that 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 heard me talk about it through a one-on-one conversation. He's like, you need to start talking about this with people. And I, I was very hesitant. I was like, uh, almost a lot of fear started coming on me and wanting to do it. But I started sharing in small groups and like a, a couple of people here and there. And just people started you know, being inspired by it and started, you know, and like it started helping them in some way, in some some facet. And then I started creating systems of how my experience helped other entrepreneurs with it. But it wasn't until I started opening up and sharing my story where opportunities started coming towards me, where people felt like they can relate to me and they wanted to be along that journey. And everything that you're talking about. That's when that's when opportunities for me starting starting to open was just by sharing my story. So I, I just wanted to like uh, you know, kind of hit on that and agree with you, saying that your story is everything, and that's how people want to follow that journey. So I definitely love that. Um, how can people get in touch with you? They're saying, hey, you know, Victoria, you know, I, I love everything you're saying. I want to learn more. I want to connect with you. What? How do they get in touch with you or your team or or whatever? Where's the best place to find you? Absolutely. So you can go to our website, Victorious, you know, like VictoriousPR.com. But also I would just like to say, you know, find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram at the Victoria Kennedy dot, or the Victoria Kennedy. I'm on Facebook at slash Victoria J. Kennedy. Honestly, find me on my Facebook and just send me a message if you have any questions, if you need help with anything. I love connecting to people, people to people. You know, that's how I run my business. I'm very personable. And so don't be afraid to reach out, send me a message, say that you heard this podcast, you liked it, you didn't, you had a question. I'm more than happy to help you out any way I can. I love it. So Victoria, thank you so much for joining me on our Daily Creek Podcast Show. You gave a lot of really cool tips of step-by-step order of what we need to be doing if we're not already doing it. And if we want extra help to be able to reach you. So I appreciate that. So if you guys are looking for extra help on, on positioning yourself and your branding and getting more PR and just, just stepping out and being that influence and that authority in your market, make sure you reach out to Victoria. We'll have the links in our description of this episode. We would love to get you guys connected and follow her. She's very personable. She's easy to talk to. And uh, she's very responsive as well. So every time I reached out to Victoria, she's she always responded pretty quickly. And I, that's something I definitely really appreciate. So thank you so much, Victoria, for joining us on our show. We really appreciate it. Until, until next time, Sipify. 
Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at Fit Pro Funnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear.